This program is brought to you by Bible Way Media, under the oversight of the elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. There's a very encouraging statement found in the book of Isaiah, chapter 32, and verse 17. It says, The work of righteousness shall be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. Doesn't that sound wonderful? Can you even imagine the quietness and assurance forever here upon this earth that we can have? And all of it depends upon our being righteous. That doesn't sound like a hard thing, but sometimes it is, isn't it, ladies? That word, hypostasis, when we define the word assurance, means a setting or placing under. It means like there's something underneath that is support, a stability. It's put there to help us, a foundation that is firm. And it's actually in existence. It's not just something we're believing that we, just because we can't see it. It's real. The steadfastness of mind, firmness, courage, and resolution, the confidence, the firm trust in our salvation in Christ. Now considering that, let's think about assurance forever. What a wonderful expression, right? Assurance isn't just for a few days or weeks or months, or even a few years, or a lifetime here on earth, but forever. That's the blessed assurance that God delights to give to all needy sinners seeking the way of life who must obey his gospel. And that's all of us. Those two words in this verse that are used that make up that word assurance are intimately related, combined with Peace. Peace and assurance. They go hand in hand. When we're assured of something, we will find that ultimate peace. But how many deeply religious people are there in the world that really know the meaning of either term? They're honestly seeking after God, and they have a conscientiousness about their religious studies, like reading the scriptures and saying their prayers, attending church and taking the Lord's Supper supporting the cause of Christ. They're very honest and upright in all their dealings and their fellow men, trying to fulfill every civic and national responsibility and to obey the golden rule. But yet they have no lasting peace or any definite assurance of salvation. I'm persuaded that in practically every instance the reason for their unquiet and unsettled state is due to a lack of assurance in their salvation. Though living seven centuries before Calvary, it was given to Isaiah to set forth in a very blessed manner the righteousness of God, as later revealed in the scriptures. The key word of this great book is the same one in the epistle to the Romans, the word righteousness. And I would urge everyone to meditate upon this word for a little bit and see how it's used in the Holy Scriptures. Isaiah stresses this glorious truth through the unfolding of the gospel plan. In Isaiah 1, 5-6, The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot even to the head there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. Isn't that kind of disgusting? It's certainly a distressing picture, 
But nevertheless, it is true of the unsaved man as God sees him. Sin is a vile disease that has attached itself upon the very vitals of its victim. None can free him from its pollution or deliver him from its power. We must first recognize that we are in dire straits, in desperate need spiritually. But God has a remedy. He says, Come now, and let us reason together, said the Lord. Though your sins be as scarlet, they shall be as white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, they shall be as wool. Verse 18. It is God himself who can thus purge the sinner and justify the ungodly from all his guilt. And he does it not at the expense of righteousness, but in perfect righteous way. So it is Isaiah who, above all other prophetic writers, who sets forth the work of the cross. He looks on by the eye of faith to Calvary, and there he sees the Savior Jesus dying for sins, not his own. He tells us in Isaiah 53:56, He was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities, the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned every one to his own way. And the Lord, which is Jehovah, hath laid upon him the iniquity of us all. Have you ever thoughtfully considered those remarkable statements? I'm sure you have. It was Jesus that God brought before the mind of Isaiah. He would have you to look upon him too. He was wounded for our transgressions. We need to make it personal. Put ourselves and our own sins in there. Read it like it says, He was wounded for my transgression. Don't get lost in the crowd. If there had never been another sinner in all the world, Jesus would have gone to the cross just for you. May we all believe this and enter into that peace. He was bruised for my iniquities. Again, make it personal. Think what your ungodliness and your self-will cost him. I have to do that myself. We all do. He took the blows that should have fallen upon you and me. He stepped in between you and God as the rod of justice and was about to fall. It bruised him in your stead. Again, try to make it personal. He was bruised for my iniquities. Now let's go further. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. All that was necessary to make peace with God he endured. He made the peace through the blood of his cross. Change the hour to my. He made my peace, my personal peace. Now notice the last clause of the glorious verse. With his stripes we are healed. Do you see that? Yes, I, a poor sinner, I, a lost ruined soul, I, who so richly deserve judgment, I'm healed by his stripes. Personalizing passages that aren't meant for that are meant for every individual who has ever lived allows each of us to assume responsibility for our own soul's salvation. It isn't that God ignores our sins or overlooks them, but on the cross all of, all has been settled for. In Isaiah fifty three six he was he has balanced the books of the world. There were two debt entries. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way. But there's a credit there that squares the whole account. 
Jehovah has laid on him, that is on Jesus on the cross, the iniquity of us all. And he says to every obedient soul, I've blotted out as a thick cloud thy transgression, and as a cloud thy sins return to me, for I have redeemed thee. Isaiah 44:22. And again, I, even I, am he that blotteth out transgressions for mine own sake, and will not remember thy sins. Isaiah 43:25. You may never be able to forget the years of wandering, the many sins which you've been guilty of, but that which gives peace is the knowledge that God will never recall them again. He has blotted them from the book of his remembrance, and he has done it in righteousness, for the account is completely settled. The debt is paid. When we believe, when we truly repent of all of our sins, when we are baptized into Christ and put him on, Galatians 3.27, then when we live righteously in the sight of God, repenting of sin each time we fall, that precious blood that Jesus shed will continue to cleanse us. Thanks be to God for his blessed assurance and the peace that passes all understanding. Remember, righteousness is a work. The results of righteousness is quietness and peace. No more chaos in the mind. And assurance is forever, not just our earthly life. Some of us put so much emphasis on the death of Christ that we neglect his resurrection. Don't ever forget that. Without the resurrection of Christ, the gospel would be nothing. Without the resurrection of Christ, there would be no need for the church. Without the resurrection of Christ, we would never be able to spend eternity with God. But I tell you that Jesus Christ, he lived, he died, and was resurrected from the dead by the power of God, and now is sitting at the right hand of God. And that is a blessed assurance that each of us can have. I thank you for listening. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Byway Media by visiting our website, bywaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.